Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. You might remember today we spoke about uh, lone parents and the chi- and their children, which account for 53% of all homeless families, according to new research. And it was a report published by today by the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission, an economic and social research institute. And it found that lone parents and their children are much more likely to experience poor housing and other household, than other household types. They also talked about affordability rates and poverty and all those kind of things. But on the back of that, I got an interesting email that I want to read for you. Hi, Niall. I was listening to your show today and you defended lone parents. I did indeed, because we did have, we spoke to many lone parents today who, who were struggling and some of them were working and some of them weren't. Anyway, you defended lone parents and said the government needed to do more for them. Are you actually joking, Niall? I only spoke about my neighbour to my husband yesterday and I'm so close to reporting her to the social welfare. My niece knows her well because she gets her nails done by her twice a week. This twice Is that an offer to get your nails done twice a week? No, not really, okay. Depends on who you are, I suppose, how much money you have. Uh, the girl is in her early 30s and she's a single mother of two children. And from what I believe, the father has no part in the children's life. I'm not sure if it's one father or not. You're very nosy. She also has a boyfriend living with her and the house is rented by the welfare. I live next door and I pay 1400 a month on a mortgage while myself and my husband work full-time with three children. She's always dressed like a celebrity with her designer this and designer that and is just back from a holiday abroad. My niece told me that she boasts constantly while she's getting her nails done about how she gets the house for very little every month. And she even went as far as encouraging my niece to give up her job as she has a baby on the way. Uh, she told her that if she claimed she was single, she would get everything if she was out of work and she could just live with her new boyfriend. Okay, you might think that I'm just jealous because I genuinely can't afford designer clothes, holidays abroad, etc. And we're both working. But I think it's just wrong and unfair, as I'm sure there are genuine single parents out there who are juggling... Pardon me. I've got the hiccups. Who are juggling life to pay their way. Meanwhile, this one is clearly scamming everything that she can get. And not only working on the side, but also has her partner's income as well, which I'm sure she hasn't declared to the Department of Social Welfare. It kills me that we work every day uh, and struggle while she gets it all handed to her and has a better life. My husband now thinks I should mind my own business, as she will find out that we reported her and our boyfriend is so well connected uh, that he could cause trouble for us. Can you please tell me, do the people who report others to the social welfare have their identity revealed? And should I do it or just let it go and be walked all over? Now, let's be clear before we go any further. This email is not a typical case of a single parent, by the way, be they male or female. Um, These are isolated cases, obviously. Not every single parent out there is scamming the system. But clearly this person is from what she's telling us. And I can only tell one side of the story. Um... It's different circumstances. Different people are in different circumstances. Cohabiting is a common issue that's investigated by the Department of Social Welfare and their officers on a regular basis by single parents not declaring their partner's income, which will reduce their benefits and possibly make sure sure they're not entitled to them in some cases. So would you report a person for abusing welfare payments? And just in relation to what she was saying about her neighbour finding out, well, let me be clear about it. The Department of Social Welfare will not tell her that you reported her because it's not in their interest to do that. You can report somebody anonymously on their website. They have a website where you can report somebody on the Department of Social Welfare's website if you believe somebody is fraudulently claiming an allowance that they shouldn't get. Now, so getting back to the story, according to her, this girl has two children, 
She has her boyfriend living with her. She seems pretty sure she's claiming loads of benefits because her niece knows her and she boasts about it all the time. She's gone away on holidays, whereas designer clothes, money doesn't seem to be an issue, whereas this girl is saying, I'm paying a mortgage, I live right next door to her, in the same estate, obviously, or whatever, and I can't afford to do all the things she's doing. You could argue that it's jealousy and begrudgery. On the other hand, you could say, well, she's doing her civic duty by reporting her. But would you report somebody if you knew they were abusing the system? The number is 87 Is that the right thing to do? Would it not be better to have a word with her and say, listen, what I think you're doing is wrong? She'd probably get a box in the head for saying that to her, in fairness. Anyway, what would you do in that situation? Would you report somebody? The number is 087 That's 087 Would you report somebody, particularly in light of today's news where it talks about the fact that lone parents, and not just women, by the way, men as well, by the way, there are male lone parents. Uh, lone parents account for 53% of all homeless families. The number is 087 Derianne, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Derianne? I'm good, Nat. How are you? Nice to talk to Derianne. It's been a little while. It's been a while, yeah, yeah. Were you, yeah. Were you isolating or something? or What, what, what were you doing? Were you yeah, away? I, off, I wish I got off my bum for, as, a, as, as a pensioner and got, got a job. Ah, so you're I, going to bed early now. Is that the story? <laughs> well, you yeah. don't have time for me anymore. Is that it now, uh, Derrianne? Well, no. I mean, ah, I, yeah, I know you're a type. That you were going to be very hurt about. But I will have to say to you... Um, I am absolutely seething with this system in this country. And I think that woman that wrote to you is absolutely, totally right. How dare that other one um, go around wearing all the, the clothes, even getting the nails done twice a week? Hello? That, that, that's well, she's totally doing, no, here's the thing. She's doing the nails. Her, her niece, her niece is the one who goes and gets the nails done. That's how she's so much information on her. She's actually she operating a nail. Yeah, she's operating uh, no, a nail I'm business sorry. from the house as well. No, I'll tell you now. I'll tell you why. And I, I said this to a researcher, and don't be cross with me. I'm a hair's breadth away from ringing Joe Duffy to expose what's, what's now going on for me. Now, I'm not going to go into my story, but you know, I'm nearly 68 years of age. I lost my house in 2013 to no fault of my own. I offered it to the second council. They wouldn't take it because there was no box ticked. I'm on my eviction notice again. They're messing up the whole thing. But besides all that... Um, I'm sorry to hear you're going to a hard time, Darian. Oh, well, look, a hard time is for me at this point in my life is saying, I'm not taking this SH1T from a government who have caused this problem by letting these people do what that girl is doing. And I'm sorry, because I've been penalised. And another thing I'll just say, because I want to say it, the, 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 there's a housing association that, that um, built a set of social, lovely social houses in the village near where I live. And I've been refused those because they're too bad. Even on the strength that one of my family members I won't say exactly what, has been diagnosed with a long-term illness. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, too. I might too. say a very close family, okay? Mm. And I'll end up probably being a carer. But, no. And those houses, three-quarters of them, are sitting there empty because people like that girl won't get out of their comfort zone and go into an area where you might have to, you know, 
do a little bit extra to get from A to B. So I'm sorry. The day has come when that time has over. The day has come when th- this government have allowed this to go on. And, and thanks for, for the fact that I, you let me on because I'll be contacting that group and I'll be telling them exactly, I'll be writing them a very stern letter to say, hold on one second. What about all the single people like me? What about the fact that you took away, the Fingal took away the over 55s housing list behind our backs, even though there are still some people on it? Oh, no, hold, oh, hold on, no, 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 just go back a bit for a second there. I, you, you need to explain this to me. Okay, so Fingal County, okay. Fingal County Council, right? Uh, if you're over 55, I didn't know anything about this. So there you, used to be uh, uh, an over 55s housing list. I think it's still in Dublin City Council. Okay. I know about it because I met somebody who's on it. Yeah. A okay. single uh, Because people, people in that stage of life sometimes find themselves in a situation where they might be homeless. I know all yeah. about it, let me tell you, but go on. I, exactly. And, um, and this is what's happened to me. And um, the I knew of this because this guy told me about it. So I approached looking for it. And I also know another girl who got it when she got into hard times. She was in a job I was in. Yeah. And then uh, nobody would tell me. And it, they eventually admitted to me that it doesn't exist anymore. Although I know this guy is still on it. Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's discrimination against me. Never mind ageism and every other thing you can throw at the book. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for... A legal person to answer a question for me next Tuesday, and then it'll it'll hinge on how public I'm going because I mean I'm going public now, and I don't care because I'm really at the end of my teller. You know, I've the daughter them worrying, I've the son in America worrying, and because they will do, they will do, and I might remind you of this, they will send me back to a Father McFerry um, hostel in the centre of Dublin at my age. And they will not guarantee me that I wouldn't be sharing a room with an active um, uh, drug addict or alcoholic. And that's what they did to me. And I went into it because I wanted to see how they would treat somebody like uh, like me. And that's what they did. And um, only the kids found out that then something changed. And so so you've been obviously on to housing support of Fingal County Council. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, so where, where is Fingal County Council now? It's based in Blanchestown, isn't it? I think it's based in Blanchestown yeah, okay. and I'm trying to sort out and all I'll say is I've come up against nothing but walls and I'm about to lose a property. And, and do they differentiate? I didn't know this, okay? So I'm looking online here. How can an elderly person uh, get a council house? Now, I'm assuming elderly means, you know, over the age of 55 or whatever, right? To apply for a local authority housing, fill out the application form and send it to your local authority. If you're interested in becoming a tenant of a voluntary housing association, you should first apply to your local authority for housing uh, and you have uh, needs uh, have your needs assessed. I'm looking to see where they differentiate between over 55. Did they... I, I, I'm, I'm not doubting you for a minute, by the way, Gerianne, but but I'm, I'm just looking for the, the system here. I hope that's on it because that's even better news for me because they've categorically told me it doesn't exist anymore. I've been told that well, I, I, I'm looking on the website here and it says you can... Uh, how... What was it? Mm-hmm. Housing Stop for older people, people and citizens' information. And this is it's, there's a question here, and it's from the Fingal website itself, Fingal.ie. And the question is: somebody has asked, how can an elderly person get a council house? And it just says to apply to the local authority of housing by filling out an application and sending to the local authority, which is in Blanchestown, I assume, uh, and you'll get your needs assessed. Uh, according, yeah. according to and, this, and and my needs. 
uh, no, I was categorically told that that does not exist. They say here, local authorities are obliged to provide housing for older people on broadly the same basis as for the rest of the population. In general, they will take into account your age when prioritising applications for housing. Some local authorities and voluntary organisations provide specific housing for older people. I'm not too sure what they define as older people, by the way. Is that over 55, over 65 or over 70? Well, you see, it used to be over 55 because I know, I know, I know, I know a girl that got a place and I know this other man is on it at the moment. Mm, mm. And, and yes, they, they will, and you see, what that means about the housing bodies um, and they, they, the ones near where I am, they're actually a housing body, a charity housing body, but they're not. Okay, they're good if they work. But they they build and then they get, they send off to the council and say, look, we have this many houses here and um, you send us the people. But I I, I think the whole thing is very sad because I know you years, Derry, and I know you from when I was on other radio stations and you call it. And, you know, you did a good job at one stage of your life. You know, you raised a family. You know, you did everything you're supposed to do. You paid your taxes. You did everything. And you, you find yourself in a situation late in life where you're in need and you, you need a bit of help and a bit of support. Mm-hmm. That's all you want. And, and, all I and, have and you're being denied all, it. And all I have got is doors closed in my face. And um, there's a, you see, well, I, look, I may as well tell you, I was on an eviction notice for March 2020 um, where I am. And then COVID came, so... If are you rent, you're renting where you are at the moment, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It was never legally lifted, right? Okay, yeah. And, um, That's because there was a ban on evictions for a period of time there during yeah. COVID, yeah. And it was never, you know, nothing was done about and it. And can I ask you if it's not too personal? You don't have to answer any question that, that you don't want to. Why were you given an eviction notice? Was the, the landlord selling the house or? The sister, the sister had to come to live here, one of the okay. sisters. Okay, and so the, the, and they gave you notice at the time and, and then. Yeah, okay. and it was all legally done and you okay. had to submit it to the threshold to uh, validate it. Okay, I understand that. Okay. And, um, no, it, no, I'm quite, I, I'll just be honest. I have put up with so much that I am not prepared to do it anymore. I'm really not. So where do you, where do you see yourself in six months? Oh, listen, I, I, I will, I've got to the point where all of this has made me stronger and I'm going to make sure this helps all the other single people who, because I'm not the only one. I know. There's a, there's a whole lot of people out there, <laughs> there who are is. in my position and yeah. can't talk I know. because for every reason. I know one of them very well, but go on. There, there you go. And I have decided if that's what I have to do to be a voice, I will do it. And I don't, you know, the kids will just have to... There's nothing worse, you know, Derianne, and I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Trust me, I know better than you ever think I know how you feel. There's nothing worse than working all your life hard exactly. for something to have yeah. it all just taken away from you. Yeah. And then to end up literally at this point in your life essentially homeless. Where we, yeah, where we should be, should be able to and even the fact that I told you about the job I didn't even look for the job but the job I walked in to where it is but you know I, I know you got the job recently and, and they offered you the job because you were kind of good at what you did there and they thought you were a good salesperson but look that gives you a little bit of sanity but but Darianne I'll tell you what I'll talk to you more about that because I, I do want to talk to you more about that again right but getting yeah, back sure, to this yeah. one, I didn't want to go off. Your oh, no, 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 that's okay. I don't mind going off on a tangent no, advice because we have the time. For that. Yeah, no, and, and we will talk to you more. I get asked to talk to you off the air about it. And we'll talk a little bit more about it. But but in saying that, because I think it's an important topic to raise, possibly even during the day, where there are a lot yeah. of people in this country who are 
over the age of, say, 50 who find themselves in a situation to no fault of their own. Maybe it's to divorce or separation or whatever. Yeah, And they find themselves, or maybe they've lost their job late in life or they don't have any savings and they lose their home and they find themselves essentially homeless after working all their lives and having a house all their lives. And it's a terrible situation to find people find themselves in. But the point you were making, and I'm going to come back to that during the day, but the point you're getting to is that if people... And, and most people on welfare are genuine, can I just point out, right? Yeah, no, but that's fair enough. But there are people scamming the yeah. system. And if people weren't scamming the system, there'd be more money to go around to help people like you, is the point you make. Exactly. And, 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 and also, we should be, we should be considered. Um, and as I said, I will be contacting that group and that other guy that's from the UN that's now looking into it. And I'll be telling what, we, what this, this is going on. And, and it's not been addressed and and do you know how I feel? I feel they just want me to pop my clogs. That's what it feels like. We're, we, we've done what we came here to do. Now they'll just go... Well, you just feel like an inconvenience to society now at this stage. Absolutely. Well, I don't yeah. want you to feel like that. Because you're not. You're a very valuable no. member of society, though, Jan. Yeah, well, I've, I have a few things I'm going to do now. And mm-hmm. um, but I, I, and I know I know from speaking to you other years, you're a very strong person and you don't th- you don't go down quietly. So no, I, I don't. No. And do you know why that is? And I don't know whether I ever told you this before on air or not, but I'm not afraid to say it. And they never, they wouldn't even take this into consideration. And it's due with my mental health. I went into Pats for four months after I lost my home because I was out of here. I wanted to leave this planet, and I swore when I got out of there, they will never, ever let that happen to me again. So that's where that strength is coming Good. from. Good. I'm glad to hear you have yeah. that strength. But let me get back to the topic of a can, and I am going to come back to that. Stay there, Darianne, with me, all right? But I am going to come back to that topic during the day because I think it's very important. But James, getting back to the other topic, James, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, James? How's it going now? Yeah, uh, you, know, you heard what Darianne said. Now, she obviously finds herself in a very difficult personal situation. That's why she feels a little bit, I suppose, disgruntled in relation to people who are scamming the system, clearly, as this emailer is, scamming the system, and which means there's not enough money in the pot to go around for the genuine cases. Well, first of all, Darianne, sorry to hear that. Hello, sorry thank to be having you. a tough time. I am fond of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunate. And no, she does have a very valid point where she said he just wanted to go away. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're over 50, 60, you're basically on the economic scrap heap and you're, no yeah. good. you're not producing the next generation of consumers. You're not going to be paying too much tax in the future. Uh, yeah. You're basically finished in the status. You know, there's no point in investing. Well, that's what it feels like. Yeah, thank yeah. you, James. No, I support you 100%. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I support you 100%. It's terrible. You walk your whole life and you find yourself in a disgusting situation where you can't even get the basic needs of shelter. Mm. Or stable shelter. It's awful. Yeah. You know? Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Yeah. I do like Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, and so and so do I, and so and I can absolutely empathise with her at the moment because I know my own personal current situation, but that's another day's story. But in relation I to do this, well one, off now. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 may, maybe now. underestimate that. But anyway, James, get back to this story, okay? So this girl knows of a woman next door, and she has good information. Obviously, her niece gets her nails done off her on a regular basis, and she sees her every day, and she knows she's just back from holidays, mm-hmm. and she knows she's a single mum living cohabiting with her boyfriend. I mean, should she report her? Personally, I wouldn't, right? Because her motivation sounds more like begrudgery or jealousy. It doesn't sound like it's a genuine motivation. Man, she's pissed off. She's paying a mortgage, her and her husband are working, and she can't afford to go on holidays. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So, you know, she's doing it more for the malice reason than it's a genuine concern citizen for the state's funds. I don't think so. Well, no, it's not just about malice. She feels hard done by because she's working hard, paying taxes, and this one is benefiting from it. 
Yeah, to a degree, but she doesn't know that lady's personal situation behind the door. She's just judging from outside perceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, she really doesn't know that financial well, that, yeah, situation. But that, yeah, but that's up to the Department of Social Welfare. The Department of Social Welfare are not going to walk in and kick everybody out. They'll investigate it. And if there's any wrongdoing, then well, then it'll be sorted. But if there's no wrongdoing, nothing will happen. Yeah, yeah, but well, you know what else they'll do? Sorry, James, can I just tell you what they do? Because I was in that situation when I rented my house out to try to save it. And I got a similar tenant in my house. And um, But at that time, the money was being paid to the tenant. And then she decided she couldn't afford to give it to me. This was rent but, allowance at the time. It would have been called rent yeah, allowance. Yeah, exactly. It was before the other thing. The hap, and yeah. so the, the social did, now in fairness to them, they started to look into the situations at that time. And I got a, a call, a courtesy call from the social worker. I denied the fact that I had rented my house and re-rented. So you see, the, the, the more, you, the more you're, you're truthful, the worse it is. But anyway, that's just who I am. But... Um, in that situation, they were ringing me. The courtesy call was to tell me that they had to stop the rent payment. So I, was, I didn't get rent for three months. And then because, and she had the boyfriend living with her as well, but mine got a bit, bit worse where I was threatened and the guards were involved, but we won't go into that. And um, But they wrecked my house. They wrecked my house. They did such damage before they left. Um was unreal and, and and did it cost you much to put it right afterwards uh, well it did of course and then I had to let it go because sure I went to pets for the four months after that and um, oh, sorry yeah yeah but, but look oh. I mean I'm not no I know I know I know the point you're making so the point I was making James is if if if, if well if the girl next door James let's mm-hmm. call her Mary for the purpose of the conversation if Mary next door is not doing anything illegal or wrong which I it does sound like she is um well, then the department will not do anything about it. But if she is doing something wrong, well, then they'll rectify the situation. No, yeah, well, obviously they will investigate. They probably put a PI onto it. Ah, they do. They they know. They just send an officer from the Department of Social Welfare out. No, 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 no. Very naive, no. They hire private investigators. And they get people to follow you around, sit outside your house, take pictures of your partner coming in and out. They build a whole case. I've heard, I mean, we did do a show on it one day. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we did have women ringing in saying that an officer from the Department of Social Welfare would call to the home and literally they have the right to walk in. They have the power to walk into your house mm-hmm. and they would check to see if you're cohabiting by looking in your bathroom to see if there's a male razor or looking in your drawers to see if there's male oh. underwear. Mm-hmm. And, and they look in your house to see if there's any signs of a person living there, like men's clothes and shoes. And if you see, this way the state makes it very difficult for couples who may not be together but live together, if you get what I mean. They're not intimate with each other anymore because they still classify that as cohabitating basically are civil yeah, well, it, well it is it is still a, and by the way in case anyone starts thinking the wrong thing here I'm not saying that people don't have a right to have a relationship of course you do but if you're having a relationship so much so that somebody's living with you well then they should be paying into the pot yeah, if they're living in your home yeah but you're making a lot of presumptions these well, could be separate, but together, if you get what I mean, they could be living in the same household. Maybe you can't get accommodation. But that's, but that, yeah, but that doesn't make any difference. If you're living, like, if you're separated, for example, and you're living together because of the financial aspect of that, mm-hmm. you still should be sharing the bills. Yes, but... The, your, your income is still taken into consideration. Exactly, but what I'm saying is, if these were together and she had children, okay, and she was basically the homemaker and he was the income earner, if they're not together anymore, you don't know what's going on financially behind the scenes. But that's that's not the government's and, problem. 
That's up to them. That's up to them and their solicitors to sort that one out. Yeah, but it is up to the government to create a situation where you have many more families now who are not with each other anymore, but they still live together and they haven't really come up with a solution. Again, I say to you, that's not that's not everybody else's fault. That's that's up to them to sort that out. And and if two people are living together and they're not, you know, obviously intimate and they're not having a relationship, but living together for financial reasons because they can't afford to move out, um, unfortunately, they both have to put the money in the pot the same as they used. That's just the way it has to be. Yes, but then maybe I know I was in that situation. No, but yeah, but okay, but if she wasn't working or she's a stay-at-home mother and these two broke up, well, he's not going to be giving her extra spending money. He's going to be putting in the beer means that he has to to meet the bills and the this situation right? the girl's doing the nails she's she's the working niece. and no no that's the niece from what i got it no the niece is not doing the nails this girl is doing the nails the niece goes to get her nails done there yeah right but that's all. Yeah, yeah yeah she's operating she's operating a business out of the house yeah. as well yeah right okay okay yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. well she's nothing to hide if she isn't doing anything so you know that yeah, okay, I'd agree. Fair enough. She's walking on the side that she's claiming long parents, claiming happy. He's walking as well that she's taking the piss. She, well, well, okay, if we're to believe the email, this particular individual has taken mm-hmm. the piss, right? Mm-hmm. So if she's taken the piss, is this girl not right to report her? Personally, I wouldn't report them that because I usually only find people do it because they have malice intentions. I've never but do you not have a civic duty? Do you not have a civic duty to report people? Not really. I don't walk on behalf of the state now. I'm not the state's peer. Ah, that's bullshit, Jeff. That's a bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's no, not James, bullshit. Be, hold on. Okay, you're walking down the road tonight, James. I'm one of your neighbours' house down the road. There's a burglar getting no, in the window. No, completely different. Yeah, hold on. No, it's not. There's a burglar getting in the window. You're not the police. But you'd still no. report it, wouldn't you? Completely different. You have a yeah, civic duty. It's being no, part of yeah, society. Yeah, I have a... Yeah, okay, but do you want a society where basically everyone is, is essentially a government informant. No, know. I'm not suggesting that, yes, but when somebody's are. blatantly taking the piss... You know, that's, that's what you're suggesting, that everyone should go around and policing each other on behalf of the government. Do you, do you agree with him, Darian? No, because I don't think... Because if you look now at the bigger picture, and there's a group called Uplift that have uh, brought out... Um, Oh, they've, they've brought out a, a bill or a report. You know, the government's report that you alluded to there early, earlier about all housing for everyone. Yes, yes. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. This they, is the, the well, Irish Human Rights Equality Commission report, yeah. Well, no, no. This is this is one that the government brought out two weeks ago showing how they're going to fix the situation. Oh, the, but, this is the housing, the new housing yeah, plan. Yes, but, yeah. In actual fact, all they're going to do is feather the nests of the landlords, which many of them in the government are, I might add, and um, the nests, are, and what's the other thing? I just can't think. But anyway, what I was going to say was, <laughs> this information, this, 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 um, like where I wouldn't want to maybe report somebody, it would depend, but I wouldn't think twice now when I see, because I know I'm not the only older person, and I know even yourself, in this situation. I, I, I just want to respond, by the way, before we get to the break to the angry Christian, he says, how does an individual, let that be male or female, who worked all their adult life and had a, had a home suddenly become homeless later in life, guys. How does this even happen, says the angry Christian. Well, let me give you one example, angry Christian. I'm not talking about Derry-Ann's circumstance. But let's say somebody who's in a relationship and married with children, and then they get divorced or separated. Mm. And then one person, unfortunately, gets removed from the family home. That person now has no home. That's how it can happen, angry Christian. You know, yeah. It can happen that simple. And all of a sudden, and you know- all of a sudden you're living in a hotel room. 
do you want to know how it happened to me? When it happened to me, there was no Fingal. There was only Dublin City Council. I went with solicitor at the time, and I was told I, I was told that um, I was entitled to a flat in Ballymun. Now, I have no objection. If they offered me one tomorrow, I'd be there. Mm-hmm. And my answer to that at the time was, okay, no problem, but I am not going to wear a seven-year-old who I know will, will do well in life, money-wise, and um, and would become the heroine baron uh, or the daughter that could possibly become the addict. And I said, how could you see me coming down those stairs of, of a Ballymun flat or the lift or whatever in my, you know, stilettos and my Aer Lingus uniform? <laughs> now, would I have survived back then? No. So I at, that, at that time, no. Obviously, the, the flats are all gone now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, OK, well, listen, I have to go into a break. Stay there if you can, James. Uh, Derrianne, I am going to bring up that topic. Ashley, I'm going to pick up the phone to you there and have a quick chat with you in a second, all right? But um, I am going to bring up that topic about how people end up in that situation later in life. And um, we will bring it up during the day at some point very soon. Uh, the number is 87 Email from a girl who lives next door to, she says, a single parent. And she's basing this, she was given out to me because I defended single parents today, say, saying that the government doing enough for them based on a new report. And she said the girl next door to her is getting everything for nothing, has her boyfriend living with her, and she's operating a nail bar out of her house. She goes on holiday, she wears designer clothes, she's just come back from a foreign holiday, she's a better life than me, and this girl is paying 1400 a month for a mortgage while herself and her husband are working and can't afford to go on holiday. She's saying, should I report her? Her husband is saying, don't, she's just being jealous and begrudging. That's what James reckons. She's doing it out of malice reporting her, but I think she's reporting her for other reasons too, that she's just pissed off, that she believes the whole system is unfair. Because the point is, there are so many genuine single parents and lone parents out there, or the people claiming welfare payments, who are genuine. And there would be more money to go around for people who genuinely deserve it, if people like that didn't scam the system. Some of the texts coming in, Niall, there are so many single parents who are living with their boyfriends. Everybody knows it's the, the number one scam. You just don't tell the Department of Social Welfare that your boyfriend is living with you. Can I remind you that, Numpty James, um, that if you are aware of a, a crime, you are legally obliged to report it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, James? Oh, what a good say. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you what 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 he's saying. Eh? Maybe you could, maybe you could get that caller on actually there to talk to Numpty James. All right, James, stay with me. The number's oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. All right, somebody's angry Christians is not. I'll buy that explanation to a certain extent. Well, James, you'll have to buy say, angry Christian. You'll have to buy that ex- to a certain extent. To be honest with you. Uh, anyway, somebody else says, Niall, um, I don't believe this nonsense that we're not giving enough money to certain sectors of society. I read the report today and it's outrageous. It almost suggests that we're neglecting people, which we're clearly not. We have the most generous social welfare system in the world. Well, I wouldn't say in the world, but we have a generous social welfare system and thankfully we do support a lot of people. Um, keep texting, keep what's happening. The number's 87 uh, Sorry, 087-188-008. Somebody says, Niall, if you're part of an ethnic minority, you'll probably get a house quicker. Well, I don't know how true that is. They're probably anecdotal stories that you're listening to, maybe. I don't think that's completely true. Um, and I'm not going to read that text out again about the fake vagina, because I don't think we really need to know, know about the fake vagina. And somebody says, um, James is uh, right there outside the flats where I live in the morning, looking for a bloke, leaving the flat, going to work. It's true, says John. I, I have no idea what you exactly mean about that. But let me go to Carol. Carol, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Carol? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Um, I would find it very, very hard. I'd be very torn on that issue because I know there are some really genuine people out there. Um, Some of them who would be caught, say, between 
I, I, I nearly fainted when I heard how expensive childcare was for one girl who used to, I used to work with her and she was paying 900 euro a month for something, which would have been at the time more than half her wages. She was probably paying more in childcare than she was for rent. But at least she was up trying to work, you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And then the flip side is, um, not necessarily where childcare is concerned or being a single mother. I, I, I know one girl and she will never, she has told me she will never work full time again. Why should she? She's getting everything handed to her. That's you that's know? not good, is it? When you hear people you know, say that, it's not good. I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. there should be supports to help people, but it shouldn't yeah. deter people from wanting to get back into the workplace again. Oh, well, I remember when I was made redundant from a job I was in, right? And I was entitled to sign on. Now, thankfully, at the time, I was only signed on for about six months or something. Now, it was great to have that backup, but I was dying to get back to work. I was literally... I would spend two hours in the morning every, you know, trawling the net. But three months in, right, I got a letter from the social welfare to say, you have to go to this interview, you know, with the welfare officer. And if you don't go, you lose your welfare. Mm. So, of course, I was absolutely appalled. My jaw hit the ground. And I'm like, what in the name of God? I'm only three months. Like, I'm not long-term unemployed. And um, so, anyhow, I, I said, look, go because you never know they might be able to tell me something that I, I'm not doing so I went in and this lady looked at me and I looked at her and she said well you know you're doing a course as I am because you're very well qualified as I am which is why you're here I said because you sent me a letter to tell me you'll stop my payments if I don't come you know and I, I sit and I look around and I go well you know you look at all these drug addicts and all this and how are they getting okay. away with housing and disability yeah. sorry James drug addicts get disability Mm-hmm. Are subject to the same job seeker. Oh, are they not? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Right, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, when you... But then, I, I, the flip side is, I would never report someone. Right. You know, so I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and why what? wouldn't you report somebody? You're like James there. You feel there's no obligation <laughs> to report people or you feel it's none of your business or... It, it, well, I feel it was not... It, unless they're a really, really shoving it in your face. Well, well according to this email, she's wandering TV around TV. in designer clothes yeah. and holidays, <laughs> hanging out with a yin-yang. They could be fake, oh, God. Oh, they could be fake. <laughs> they could be. Yeah, well, I mean, there are places where you can get second-hand <laughs> stuff, you know, apparently. I, I mean, it doesn't but, uh, make any difference. She's swanning around in designer clothes with designer handbags and just come back from a foreign holiday. You know, and this poor girl is paying a mortgage and can't afford a holiday. I mean, I can understand why she's pissed <laughs> off, James. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I can pause myself. Yeah, no, I do agree. But now, look, we don't know the girl's personal situation. I like that lady alluded to. If this girl, let's say, has two, three children, okay, and if they're not school going now, childcare fees are extortionate. So it's literally not worth her while going to work. And she's spot on. That lady who's probably working part-time is entitled to fit. She gets free health care. She gets the medical cards for her children and dental care. She probably gets her rent covered or she's in council housing. What in mm. God's name would that lady, if she, let's say, has a secondary school education, right? Just say, so she probably gets 10, 11 euros per hour. After tax, what's she coming home with? Three nights? Yeah, but, so she'd be yeah, but, but, but uh, hold on. But the self, uh, social welfare system is designed to help people and does a good job in mm-hmm. most cases, right? And mm-hmm. to support people when th- times are hard, when things are mm-hmm. not going their way and they're down on the luck. It's not there for you to live on. No, but I, I do think some people don't have the ability or the capabilities to support themselves. They don't have, especially if you live in yeah, Dublin or some of, regions of the countries. But some regions of the country, really, 
Yeah, there is training, but these people, I'm not being, I don't mean to sound bad enough, but some of these people don't have the intellect. Mm-hmm. The best they will do for themselves is a minimum wage job. And, well, she you know? well, she clearly can operate a business if she's doing people's nails out of her house. She clearly has some sort of um, entrepreneurialism. Some kind of, no, yeah, exactly. Some kind okay. of business acumen there going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then you factor in the expense of renting a building, paying the insurance. But, yeah, uh, but, but, yeah, but what about other, what about other people who have nail bars and what have you? They have to do it. <laughs> yeah, most of them are. Uh, drug money laundering operation. Ah, would you stop it? Are you winding me up? M- so you're telling me most nail bars are running are running some sort of cartels. Yeah, most beauty salons are the fronts for drug cartels. Beauty now, what are you describing as a beauty salon? Beauty salons are they do that's fake a, nails, fake tan. That's a nonsense. That's a nonsense. There might be some. I'm, I'm sure there's many businesses that are involved in. If you were to if you were to believe Kin, by the way, the movie or the TV show on RT either night, they're involved in selling cars as well. Which yes, they probably they are. are, by the way, too. Yes, so, they are. Yeah, of course, because if you import cars, of, of course, you can hide cash, yeah. No, no, because it's the kind of business, right? How can you prove I didn't do, or my girlfriend didn't do, 30 fake tans in one day? I know, yeah, a lot of it's cash, but there's a, there's a lot of businesses that are cash businesses. There is some, I, I would say, there's some beauty salons that are not, but a lot of them in the city. Yeah, yeah, you know, legi- I, would, I would imagine most are legitimate, by the way. Can I just point out? <laughs> okay. Okay. I just was just meant you to become an expert on it. Do you, I, when did you start working for CAB, by the way? I'm, I'm just no, curious. Yeah, well, no, well, sorry. Uh, you don't need to work for CAB now to put one-on-one together, especially around where, okay, my general vicinity, where I've grown up. Like I say, most of the businesses around this location. Are, are basically cleaning money, laundering money. Basically, yeah. Okay, well then that's your opinion on what's happening in your observations, what's happening in your area. I can't say that for every area. But getting back, sorry, Carol, you, you wouldn't feel it's your business to report somebody? No, I wouldn't. No. Personally, but, you know, having said that as well, if I knew someone was struggling and they were doing their best to maybe try and get back out and they were working part-time, I wouldn't wrap them no, out for no, trying to do something on, on the side. You know, no, like, and, and nor, nor would you if, I say, a guy was coming to fix your heating and he was just doing the odd nixer to put food on the table or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, of course nobody would do that. If you had a mortgage oh, or something fine, no. and this type oh, of thing, no. I'd be oh, like, no, oh, James. God, I'd do that. James hold talking on. again. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, James. What? Hold on, hold on, because that's morally acceptable for you. No. Oh, it's fine. It's no, fine. as long as he's not taking the piss. No, I'm oh. saying... I have I, no. What I'm saying is, the black economy has always existed, and hopefully will exist uh, forevermore because I think it's an important part of the economy, right, uh, for low-paid workers. So, if somebody, say, a guy who's a plumber is out of work, although there's no plumbers out of work at the moment, probably because the construction business is doing so well, but just dur- during the tough times there, let's say he's a plumber and he's out of work and he's doing a couple of jobs a week for fifty or sixty quid to buy a present for Christmas or a birthday present or to put food on the table. I'm not going to report him. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. But if somebody is doing it wholesale every day of the week and driving a van and running a business, of course I, know, I, I, I would think sack twice about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but hold on. So an electrician goes into someone's house, okay, does a cash in hand job. Is the insurance covering that if there's a fire from his work? If there's a fault with his work? So is there not other moral obligations to it rather than just the cash in hand side to it? I understand that, by the way, if you are getting electrical or gas work done in your house, you're supposed to get a registered uh, fitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that. But a lot of people will get a mate or a friend or mm-hmm. somebody, and, and people still do that. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure, I don't shun it whatsoever, but I'm saying you're taking the moral standpoint of it's all wrong. Like you're saying this girl doing the nails in the house is wrong. 
No, I, I'm sorry, no, not doing their nails in the house is wrong. What I'm saying it's wrong is because she's claiming every other benefit, claiming she's not working and has her boyfriend living there at the same time. Stay there, but stay there for a second because let me go to Eddie. Eddie, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Eddie? How are you? You well. Good, Eddie. Now, I mean, getting back to this particular email, the story, should this woman report her? Well, you see, the, the thing about the way I view that is, of course, she should report it. But me personally, there isn't a hope in hell I would do it. Why? <laughs> it, it's just, it's just in us. Like, I. We wouldn't do it down where we come from. It's just something we wouldn't do. People work on the doors. I don't agree with it. People do it. My side of it, I'd be mostly jealous. I have to admit that I would be jealous of it. But I just wouldn't do it. It just wouldn't be hoping hell I'd do it. Why? Is it that old thing that snitches get stitches? No, Jesus, no, not even slightly like that. It's just that we we don't do it. We don't don't do things like that. Hmm. We don't report on people. Why? Is it seen as morally wrong to be a snitch? Not even more, it's not even, it wouldn't even be seen as a snitch. It's just something we wouldn't do. We don't do it. Well, so at what point do you report somebody for breaking the law? Or do you ever? He's not, and this is where I, this is where I agree. This is my little conundrum. I know what's happening is wrong. But it's something I would know. If I saw somebody breaking into a house, straight off, yeah, I'd report. If I saw somebody hurting somebody, straight off, I'd report. Well, yeah, so what's the difference? This is a crime as well. This, this is the, this is it's where, theft. this is where the, the whole catch 22 is. Like, but it is theft, Eddie. Irish it's theft. As far as I'm concerned, we wouldn't report someone working on the road. No, it, it's theft. Oh, gosh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Steal. It is theft, James. Absolutely. <laughs> They're stealing taxpayers' money. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but they, yeah, nah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. No, she's not stealing. Absolutely, she is stealing. Of course, it's fraud. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But look, no, this country, I'm not saying bad. I think a lot of people genuinely don't give a shit about people frauding the state because the state frauds the country. Oh, so, yeah, just because they do it. No, hold on, they set the bar. Hold on. Okay, we can we can all moan about the government and the massive pensions they're on and the corruption that's within government and the you know the line in their own pockets and no one's going to disagree with that by the way. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, but no, they set the moral standard for society. And when people see them do and see them shot the average guy in the street, like Betty Ann, Betty Ann paid taxes her whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the pensions earlier on today on your previous discussion, you work forty years and you get a measly pension. Well, these guys, 18 billion was ravaged out of the country only 10 years ago. Yeah. Out of, out of our pension funds. I and have a problem with paying the taxes as well, by the way. Yes. If, yeah, look, here's people uh, giving out about a lady probably getting 350 a week. Yet we had 18 billion fleeced. And it's like, oh, I have to do what the, I have to help the government. Since when did the government ever fucking help you? Seriously. When you needed the government, when were they ever there for you? Well, the, the government do help people. They've never helped me, by the way. I've never, thankfully, never you needed their help. Please, Daddy Ann's help. You go to a hostel with a load of drug addicts. Thanks a lot, Daddy Ann, for paying your taxes and raising your children and providing the next generation of taxpayers and consumers to keep the economy going. You know? There you go. Fuck you. I'm sorry if you're using vulgar language now, but I just hate this moral standpoint that, oh, the government are the golden boys. I never said the government were the golden boys. Have I have I ever on this show applauded the government unless they genuinely did something good, by the way, no, which is rare. That's genuinely, I do believe why most people won't help the government whatsoever in the slightest of the part people for fraud in the system. Okay, well, but sorry, Eddie, do, do you not yeah. believe that people have a civic duty to report people who are... Now, I'm not talking about, you know, the guy or the girl that might be doing an odd nixer to make a few quid on the side, you know, who might be on a low wage or unemployed. I'm talking about somebody who is blatantly uh, abusing the system. 
Yeah, see, here's, here's my point of view on it. Look, I, I, if somebody was working full-time or running a business while on the dole, I could understand that they would get reported. What I'm saying is I wouldn't report. Right. So somebody now, should side, report them, but just not you. Is, my other side of it as well is that this thing about the paying of the taxes and the fairness of it. Like, as I said in my little text message there, I, myself and my wife pay taxes our whole lives. I was paying taxes on several jobs. I was a retained firefighter. I had my own little business at one stage. Um, I was an employee. I did everything like that. We have a special needs daughter, beautiful girl. Right. And my parents would help out with the babysitting. Now, she's turned into a beautiful, big, strong girl. And we lost a brother a couple of years ago. And obviously, it hurt my parents hard. Okay? Yeah. Which is grand. So, myself and my wife discussed it. We said one of us has to step back. So, I stepped back a little bit. So I had to give up work and stuff like that, and I went on to carers allowance, which was great. It uh, really helped us out. But the very second we have to get means tested, I'm told that I'm entitled to 50 hours a week as long as I don't work any hours. Now, my wife is a nurse. We're not on huge wages. We still have our mortgage to pay. We have all our... So in other words, you're, you're getting out. screwed over. And and you yeah. sound like you are being. I, I'm assuming your daughter, well, when right she was younger, was on. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm assuming your daughter was younger. She was on domiciliary cares allowance, and then she had to get means tested at 16 or 18, whatever it is. Is that is that the way it worked? No, for me, me, I, I used to get means tested. Oh, you used to get means tested. Well, right. Yeah. So she's not entitled to anything really now, no. oh, now unless no. you do no hours. Yeah. Now that I do no hours, as long as the, the, the like obviously. That so in other words, if you're unemployed, you'd be better off. Like. In other words, what they're saying to you is, if you were out of work, you'd be better off. No, they actually, as long as I'm out of work. I'm only entitled to 50 euros a week. <clears throat> but to stay at home and mind her. Otherwise, yeah. I'll have to go to work and pay someone to mind her. Right, to stay at home and mind her, you get a carer's allowance. Of 50 oh, euros. 50 euros. 50 euro. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. No, we, like, as a man, like, we both worked our whole lives. And, like, and I can only, we have a mortgage and everything. Like, we, mm. like I obviously can't survive in 50 euros a week. Even no, you're, no, you're can't That's that. an insane. I'm saying you're screwed every, every way, that poor lad. No matter yeah. what he does, he's screwed, you know. Yeah. No matter what we do, we, no matter what we do, we're shagged. No matter what we do, we're shagged. No, I'll have to come up with some way around it. It's as simple as that. There'll have to be some way around it. Like, but I don't expect help from the government. But even at that, I wouldn't report somebody else. And were you ever on the dole? Uh, I think it was for two weeks when I was when I was 18. <laughs> That's what I, I only said that today in the car park. I was talking to Ruth yeah. and Ashling. I said I was on the dole for three weeks when I was about 20. And and I, I didn't even collect it on the third week because they'd only give me six pounds because my father works at the airport and he had a good job. I don't know what that had to do anything, but he never gave me any money. I got a job fairly quickly after. Like, but yeah. like, I didn't. Like, I stayed my way my whole life. As I said, like, I, I've had several jobs. I've, I've had several jobs coinciding with each other. Like, I, I would have worked hard. Yeah, and my good wife, man. My wife is a nurse for, since 1992. Every week we've paid our taxes. Every week, everything above board. And we're just and and, and you re- you reach out for the one time in your life you reach out for a bit of help and they insult yeah. you. And mean just mean just meanwhile, Mary here in the email next door is off on a foreign holiday, swanning around in designer gear and doing people's nails in her house while she's claiming it's every my, benefit known to man. We're hoping to get away for a night, a night, a night locally. Oh. And like we haven't been away in a couple of years, we're hoping to get away for a night. No, I'm making it sound probably worse than it is like, but I do feel shafted. Like I really, I genuinely feel. Shafted. Oh, yeah, I'm wondering, I've been shafted. James, he, see, James, this is the problem. When you have genuine people coming on the air like Darianne, like Eddie, worked all their life, worked hard, and they're getting shafted. Meanwhile, there's people in this country, you know, having a ball. Yeah, well, okay. No, so we can't even get suited for my son going to university. Uh, okay. Oh, Jane. Right. 
See, I, I can't believe this. Everybody, by the way, should be getting that grant. We should do away with the grant. I came up with an idea a while ago there. It should be a loan that you have to pay back. And if you start working in this country, you don't have to pay back at all. And that would yeah. do away with loans and grants and everything else. But so, yeah. Sorry, James, what are you trying to say? So much for a free education. No, 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 no. There should be, it should be a free education. Provided no, no, you... no. I, but this is the, the, the whole skip to government, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, I, I would abolish mm-hmm. Susie Grants in the morning. If I was in government yeah. to the Minister for Education, I would abolish the Susie Grant in the morning. And I would give a free education to every single person who wants third level education. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't use the education in this country and left the country, I would ask them to pay for it, pay it back. 100%. Yeah, and, and then after five years, they can leave the country, they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, you're an asset to the country. Absolutely. What's the, what's the point in taxpayers subsidising education in this country when you know half the people who get educated here go off and use that education in another country to okay. benefit another economy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We're educating yeah. others. So Eddie's, Eddie's kid shouldn't have to pay for third level education. No, but I 100% agree. Not. Yeah. I think education should be free. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, I have to go to break and come on over time. Eddie, lovely talking to you. And you too, Carol, and James, as usual. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.